Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh dear esteemed listeners of Radio Islam International we are discussing Muslim communities around the world and our focus is on the country of Iran we have discussed the golden era which was the time of the Khulafa'ur Rashidun which witnessed the spread of Islam to the Persian Empire of which Iran is, was part of we went on to mention that the second stage in the history of Iran or the Islamic history of Iran was the time of the Umayyads and the Abbasids and the subsequent dynasties which ruled during this period. We did mention that it was a time of political instability, a time of internal struggle, but also a time of flowering of ilm where this region was a center of learning for a, a, a host of different academic fields. We began with the academic field of hadith last week and we began mentioning that a number of scholars, well-known scholars of hadith had hailed from this region. <clears throat> we mentioned that Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayh, had studied in Naysabur which is a city encompassed by the borders of Iran today and he had, he had taught there for at least five years. We also mentioned another scholar, Imam Muslim, alayhi, who was born and who passed away in Naysabur and who also studied in Naysabur under Imam al-Bukhari. Another scholar of hadith, also from the region of Iran today, was Imam Abu Dawood, who is Sunan, Sunan Abu Dawood, which is really well known by all, regard, all in the field of hadith. He hailed from the, from the area of Sijistan, which is also known as Sistan, which is today in the eastern part of Iran, in the region of the city of Zahidan. So Imam Abu Dawood, also a well-known compiler of hadith, hailed from eastern Iran today. In terms of fiqh, a scholar by the, name, by the nickname of, of Imam al-Haramayn al-Juwayni, uh, he was born in the year 1028 uh, and uh, he was born in a village on the outskirts of Naysabur called Bushtaniqan, also obviously in Iran. And uh, he grew up in Naysabur, which was an, an intellectually thriving area, center of learning as we mentioned. And he became later on one of the greatest faqih of his time. Uh, he is the author of one of the most famous books on usul al-fiqh, on the principles or the, or the fundamentals of jurisprudence. And his book is entitled Al-Waraqat. He is also one of the greatest scholars of the Shafi'i school and is the ustad of the famous uh, Imam Al-Ghazali. Imam Al-Ghazali also hails from present-day Iran. He was born in the town of Tus and um, which was one of this well which was the second most important city of Khurasan after Naysabur when and uh, this was in the year 450 after Hijra that he was born the scholar Ibn Asakir um, mentions regarding the early studies of Imam al-Ghazali and he says that Imam al-Ghazali was born in Tus in the year 450 after Hijra he, beg, he began with some jurisprudence, with some fiqh uh, there as a child. And thereafter he went to the great city of Naysabur, where he attended the lessons of Imam al-Haramayn, Imam al-Juwayni. And he thereafter went, to, uh, went on to further his studies. 
So Imam Ghazali is also from this region of present-day Iran. Another scholar in terms of mathematics and astronomy was Umar Khayyam. He was born in 1048. He was a mathematician, a poet, an astronomer, a philosopher. In the East, he is mostly known for his poetry on love and mysticism, but uh, he was an accomplished mathematician who helped push the boundaries of the subject of mathematics in ways which his predecessors could not. So he wrote treatises on, on, on mechanics, on geography, and on a host of other subjects as well. He, was, he lived during the Seljuk uh, reign of this era, of this area, and uh, he is recorded to have played a leading role in the Seljuk reformation of the Persian calendar and also in the construction of an observatory in Isfahan. And he is buried in present-day Naysabur, and he has a modern tomb constructed at the site of his grave. In terms of poetry and Persian poetry particularly, there are two or three very famous names which, which we might have heard before. The one uh, is the Persian poet known by his name As-Sa'di. His, his full name was Abu Muhammad Muslihuddin bin Abdullah Shirazi. His pen name was Sa'di, and uh, he was a major Persian poet, and uh, he's recognized for the quality of his writings and for the depth of his social and moral thoughts. And he's widely regarded as one of the best and most famous Persian poets. Um, another poet hailing from this region was Khaja Shamsuddin, known by his pen name Hafiz. And he was a, also a Persian poet who had collected the works uh, on, on, on poetry. And uh, his, he, his works are regarded as the pinnacle of Persian literature and are often found in the homes of, of, of Persians, uh, of Iranians and other uh, Farsi-speaking people who learn his poems by heart and still use them as proverbs and sayings. Another scholar was Qutbuddin Shirazi. He was a great astronomer and mathematician. We might have heard of the very uh, famous scholar, the father of optics, Ibn al-Haytham. Qutbuddin Shirazi was his student, and he expounded on Ibn Haytham's theory of the formation of the rainbow, and he got it nearly right in actual fact in the year 1230, in, in, the, in the early 1200s when he was a student. And his student, whose name was Kamaluddin al-Farisi, he further formulated the explanation and he thereafter perfected the theory of the formation of the rainbow. So he was another scholar hailing from this region. And lastly, one last scholar to, to discuss today was the scholar al-Biruni. And uh, he was a scholar of astronomy, also from the region of Iran. So today we've just mentioned a number of different scholars, some of the most well-known scholars that hailed from the region of Iran, and which gives us an idea as to what a great center of learning this region was during this period, which is our second period, which we, which we can say a period of about eight to 900 years during the Umayyad and Abbasid Khilafah. And... Uh, We'll end off here today, and uh, inshallah ta'ala, next week we will continue discussing the remainder of this particular period, the political scene during the uh, Abbasid Khilafah, which was a period 
where there were a number of dynasties who ruled from this region of Khurasan and who had enough power to rule by themselves and just pay allegiance to the Khilafah who had, whose power had diminished back in Baghdad. But that, inshallah, we will leave for next week. And with that, we will end off for today. Jazakallahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.